Today, we're going to talk about three choices you have to make in your own life when it comes to dealing with COVID-19. And I think it will cause you to think. It'll cause you to have some hope and encouragement in your life because um, God offers so many great solutions for what we are dealing with right now. So stick with me here today. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Haven't done one here in a few weeks. Happy to be back at it. I've been working on this podcast script off and on for a little while here. I'm excited to share with you guys today. First, I want to just share with you guys what we've been up to um, while we are quarantining. So I'm quarantining. Is that even a word? Quarantining. I am at home with my two kids. So basically my uh, human interaction is mainly my two little children, two tiny humans. And it's actually going pretty good. I'm really thankful. I've actually noticed my kids are kind of arguing less than they were before. I'm like, what's the secret? This is crazy. I think like my kids love being home. I think that's part of it. Emma's definitely more the social one than Cole. Cole could be home all the time and be totally fine. Um, But I'm really thankful that they're doing pretty good. And though I'm not working and that's a bummer, I am really thankful for the extra time at home. The time to create content for you guys um, on YouTube, I've made some more YouTube videos, a couple of vlogs, some advice videos, and just sharing more on Instagram and also making this podcast today. So I'm very thankful for that. We've been trucking along with homeschooling. Honestly, that takes up a big part of our days and um, that's okay. And I'm, I'm glad that I have the ability to do that with the kids. So I hope you're doing okay. I hope you're not going too stir crazy. Hey, can I just offer a little piece of advice? It does wonders to go outside, get out on a walk, because it it actually really kind of soothes my soul to see that the world is still like turning. The, the world is still moving. Like w- the seasons are changing. Flowers are blooming. And, you know, it's green around, at least where I live in the evergreen state. And it's just encouraging to see that, you know, the world hasn't fallen apart per se. It's still moving along. And I think nature is just peaceful and comforting to me. So get out there on a walk because it's a good thing. It's a good thing to do. So today I said that we're going to talk about three choices we have during COVID-19. And these choices have a negative possibility. You can either choose the negative side or choose the positive side. And so I think that this is going to, this is going to hopefully, hopefully help you out here. Um, It's got me thinking as well for my own life. So choice number one is right now you have the ability to spread hope or to spread fear. So what I mean by this, well, when I came up with this point, I was specifically thinking about social media. You know, it's what I love to do. And I I look at a lot of things of what other people are sharing. And I'm amazed by how often things are shared that I don't feel like is spreading hope. It's spreading fear. It's spreading anger, um, uncertainty, and just kind of building on people's fears already. And I think people do it sometimes because they are afraid and and that's all that they can think to share or they are angry or they are upset and worried and and that's understandable but i want to talk about the concept of when we 
offer up hope, when we offer up encouragement to others, whether it's on social media or it's you talking to a friend on the phone right now, um, FaceTiming with a friend or whatever it is, that in passing to your neighbor or the person at the grocery store, when we offer hope and encouragement to others, even the, if that's a little like a smile to somebody at the grocery store, it in turn encourages us. It in turn offers hope to ourselves um, because it gets our mind focused on the right things. Like when we focus on fear, we will become more fearful. When we focus on loving other people, encouraging other people, God fills us with more encouragement and hope. Luke 6.38 says, Give and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. I think that there is so much merit in that saying that as we give to others, you know, the adult adult the age-old phrase that says it's better to give than receive when we give to others it it blesses ourselves It, it blesses and encourages us and so right now a very practical way of spreading hope or spreading fear is like I said when you're going to the grocery store I don't know we went to the grocery store a few days ago and I looked at some people's faces and I could just see fear I could see just tenseness uncertainty in in their eyes and their countenances and I realize hey if I just smile at people that is me showing God's love to those people so go out there and smile at people it's the little things that matter another way that you can spread hope instead of spreading fear is being very careful what you share on social media now we're all afraid we all struggle with fear and worry that's that's a huge you know, human condition that we all struggle with, especially in this situation. So I'm not saying be fake on social media, but I'm saying that we should just be very wise with what we share. You know, it's okay to call up a friend and say, hey, I'm really struggling with fear right now about this issue. But let's follow that up with, will you pray for me right now? And hey, how can I pray for you? That's a great way to spread hope is by asking for prayer, by praying for other people, and also bless somebody by dropping something off at their house, leaving it on their doorstep to just give them a little pick-me-up, a little encouragement, something you picked up at the store, or even something you have in your house right now that you're not using a chocolate bar or something, and package it up with a little note and give it to them. You know what? That's going to go a long ways to lifting that person's spirit as well as lifting your own spirit. All right, so I want you to think about this question is um, in this situation. What kind of reputation do you want to have after all this is over? Do you want to be somebody that is known for building others up? Um, or do you want to be somebody that was a complainer, somebody that was like, spreading fear let's think about that a little bit like how do I want to weather this storm and how do I want to come out on the other side okay choice number two we have the choice to be frustrated and angry or to choose thankfulness to be honest with you guys thankfulness is something I've struggled with for a long long time I often see things sometimes on the negative side or the realistic side or catastrophizing the worst possible 
solution of what could be the outcome of the situation. But I've seen when I look at people that are thankful people that are grateful people, I so admire that in them. And it's contagious. It's like, wow, I want a little piece of that. I want to be a little bit more thankful. I want to be a little bit more grateful. It's so easy right now to deal with anger about maybe your job situation or the lack of a job or how your, you know, the company that you're working for is dealing with the situation. Maybe you're angry with the government and you're frustrated with their how, how they're handling things. Maybe you're angry with your family. They're getting on your nerves and you're like, I need a little bit of break. Maybe it's your kids, your husband, whoever. Um, maybe you're dealing with anger about other people's choices Um, Maybe they're not social distancing like you wish they would. Hey, how about anger or frustration about inconveniences we have right now with getting items we're used to having, like going to the grocery store and you get there and there's no toilet paper and it's like, are you serious? I get it. Just the other day, I was looking online for trying to find aloe vera to order online so I could make my own hand sanitizer. And I couldn't find it. I was trying to save money, trying not to spend very much. And I was starting to get so frustrated. And I spent like a long time trying to find like the cheapest aloe vera I could get within a few days. Because, you know, Amazon Prime, we're all used to getting things in two days. Like, please, it can't come in three days. Like, that's a huge inconvenience. It's got to come as soon as possible here, people. We're so spoiled. Anyway, so I was all stressed about that. And then the next day, I opened up my fridge and... I was planning on going shopping soon, but I opened up my fridge and I still had food in my fridge. And I thought, man, there's other people out there in the world that would give anything to have this much food. And here I am going to be going grocery shopping. I want to get more food. And I thought, man, like I have so much to be thankful for. And I wrote a little Instagram post the other day and I was just thinking about this. Hey, I don't have much but I really have everything. I have everything I need. I don't have much. I'm a single mom living off of a small income, not working right now. Um, Don't have much to my name, you know, but I have everything because I have Jesus Christ. I have the hope of Jesus Christ. And so I have so much, so much to be thankful for. So let's just talk a little bit about dealing with anger right now. And I looked up Proverbs 14, 29 through 30, and it says, Whoever is slow to anger has great understanding, but he who has a hasty temper exalts folly. A tranquil heart gives life to the flesh, but envy makes the bones rot. All right, so we're all trying to be healthy. We're all trying to be healthy right now, right? And it's talking about how a tranquil heart gives life to the flesh, but envy makes the bones rot. So... I think there's a lot to say for being slow to anger, for trying to understand, for looking for ways to be thankful, for looking for the positives in a situation. Because even if you right now are fearful about getting the virus, you've lost your job, you're not sure if you're going to be able to pay your bills, whatever it is you're dealing with right now, you still have something to be thankful for. There's always something to be thankful for. And if you have Jesus, you have everything. All right, let's move on to choice three, last choice. We have the choice to be either anxiously striving for solutions or remembering God's past provision. This is so, I think, just very 
something that I've struggled with in with my life often where I'm so many times anxiously striving to figure something out to get all the answers to be able to have that security of knowing all right like I'm good I'm settled there's not going to be any problems with my life because I've figured it all out I've planned it all out and often that anxious striving comes to absolutely nothing and if I just took the time to remember God's past provision and resting in that then I would be a lot more at peace. Now, I'm not talking about not planning for the future or figuring out options that you have, you know, to keep to, to keep going on. But I'm talking about this anxiously striving, uh, just working yourself into a frenzy to figure stuff out. Well, I want to talk about Deuteronomy 32, 7, where it says, Remember the days of old. Consider the years of many generations. Ask your father and he will show you your elders and they will tell you. This verse is talking about remember the years of past and how God came through in the past. And so it encourages you in the future. So in my life, and especially right now, something that has helped me so much so, so much is to remember God's past provision in my life. Um, To remember all the times so far, being a single mom for these last five years, all the times where I didn't know how I was going to make it financially, all the times where I didn't know how I was going to make it emotionally or how I could be the single best single parent I could be. And yet God came through. God took care of me. I just did a live Instagram video and I just talked about the fact that some of us, well, all of us, we need to build up kind of this rapport with God, this this history of trust with God. And um, some of us, this is like the first time we've gone through something this hard. And it's so scary and it's so frightening. Others of us have gone through hard stuff before and this is still scary. But what can really ease the burden of this time is that history with God where we've seen God come through many times in the past and we we can recount those events so maybe like I said you don't really have that history with God where you trusted God you prayed and asked for something and then God provided or he took care of you in some way or another and this is the first time where you're you don't have any security of your own means and you're coming to God and you're for the first time laying it all out there And this is the beginning of your journey of building up that rapport, that history with God of trust. Because as you build up that history with God, your trust strengthens. Because just like in a relationship, like a dating or marriage relationship, that as you grow and the years go on and on and you're trusting that person more and more, um, it's easier to trust, right? So maybe you're at the beginning of that journey. Maybe you're not at the beginning and you, you've built up some history with God and you can remember God's past provision. And if you, you don't have that history with God, then like this verse says, remember the days of old, consider the years of many generations, ask your father and he will show you your elders and they will, they will tell you. So maybe you need to call up somebody that's a little farther along in their faith and say, hey, I'm really struggling right now. Could you um, share with me? how you've been able to trust God in the past. And I'm sure that person will have many a story to tell of how they trusted God and God came through for them. Okay, I want to end this little talk by sharing with you something that is kind of vulnerable for me to share. But 
I think it really proves this point. And um, it's very personable to myself because I'm going to share with you guys a journal entry I wrote many years ago at the very beginning of my single mom journey. Uh, something I wrote, a, a prayer that I wrote to God. And I read that just the other day. And it's just remembering God's past provision. So I'm going to read it to you guys here. Let me go grab it. All right, I found the journal. I had to dig around in a box. I wasn't prepared ahead of time with this because I had forgotten I wanted to share this with you guys. So let me tell you a little background on this journal entry. I wrote it on 12-30-14. It was the day before I had my son, Cole. And actually the day I wrote this journal entry, that night I went into labor. And if I remember everything correctly. So... I became a single parent. My husband and I separated two months before I had Cole. So I was seven months pregnant and I was scared. I was nervous about how that was going to go down. I think about moms right now that are in uh, close to having their babies, close to delivering, and they're nervous with the whole COVID-19. And I'm, I'm really sorry that you have to go through that because that's hard. I remember being scared. It it was a crazy time because not only were my husband and I separated, but my mom had broken her leg uh like a month or two before, I think maybe two months before I had my son and I had kind of planned that she would go with me to the hospital, but she couldn't with a broken leg because she had to be laying down a lot and things like that and so I didn't know how it was going to go down. Uh to tell you the end of the story, my husband, even though we were separated, was able to come with me to the labor and be there with me in the hospital. So it turned out okay, but I didn't know how it was going to go down. So I wrote this journal entry on the day before he was born. And this is what I said. Very vulnerable po- uh, post, very vulnerable entry. I wrote, Dear Lord, I'm so frustrated and disappointed with how things turned out today. I feel so discouraged and I feel like the progress is so slow and tonight was a real blow. I don't know how I'm going to continue in this and make it with these great responsibilities and burdens. Maybe you feel like that right now, you guys. Maybe you feel like you've got great responsibilities and burdens. I said then, it is so hard. Lord, please help me. Especially, Lord, help me to get through this birth. I was scared, you guys. With everything going on, I am worried about it. I feel so vulnerable, God. And that last little phrase, I feel so vulnerable, God. Ah, Yep, that's how exactly I felt. I felt vulnerable. There was no security. There was no, nothing in set in stone to know that everything would be okay. And yet now I look back five years later and in my vulnerability, God met me right there. He never failed me. He never let me down. There was never a time where God didn't come through for me. And so as we choose to, instead of anxiously strive, remembering God's past faithfulness, maybe you don't have that history of God's past faithfulness and you can listen to what I just shared in my journal entry and how things worked out in my life. And that can inspire you to know that God's going to do the same. Because he will. God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. He hasn't changed through all of this virus. He's still the same God that is faithful. When we are vulnerable before him, we come before him. He will come through for us. All right, guys, I'm going to pray. Lord Jesus, I pray for those who are struggling right now, Lord. Um, 
with fear, worry, anxiety, anger, frustration, whatever it is, Lord, loneliness. Pray that you would meet them right there, Lord, that they would come to you in vulnerability before you laying it all at your feet, saying, God, I'm going to trust you. And Lord, I thank you that they will get to see you work in their lives in amazing ways as they step out in faith, Lord, because you are faithful, Lord. And we thank you so much for that. We pray for those who are sick right now or those who have family that are sick, Lord, please comfort them. Please heal their bodies. If they don't know you, I pray that they would come to know you, Lord, and find peace in you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Thank you for being here. I hope that if you enjoyed it and it helped you out, that you would share it with a friend that maybe needs to hear some of this, needs to hear some of God's truth. And if you have a minute, which I think we all have a minute, right? We're at home um, and you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts. Would you mind just writing a little review, honest review, not asking you to sugarcoat it? If you don't like my tone of voice, if you don't like the way I kind of talk in an accent sometimes, <laughs> no, I just do. I don't know why, um, but that's okay. You can share your complaints. I'm okay with it. But if you would like to write a review, that's awesome. If you want to see more content from me, you can follow me on Instagram at mollys.story. And also I'm on YouTube, Molly's Story. So I've got more stuff on there as well. And I hope you guys have a good week and I will see you all soon. Okay, bye.